Eddie Hearn is the biggest boxing promoter in the world. He heads up Matchroom, and he's been in Australia the last week or so, just checking out the scene of boxing down under with a view of uh, spending more time here each and every year, and he's been kind enough to join us on the line now. Eddie, good morning, and welcome to the show. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. So what's your first impression of boxing here in Australia, Eddie? It's been good, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, whenever you come over, I've done it numerous times to new countries and new territories, you're not generally welcome with open arms because I think, what are you doing? We don't want you here. Um, But it's been a bit of the opposite here. I think, uh, you know, people have been excited of our plans. We've seen boxing continue to grow here, you know, whether it's, on TV or just on social media watching from afar, we really have a lot of Australian talent. We want to start doing shows here. You know, the first of those will be in September in Queensland. Um, and we plan to stage probably six of the year in Australia. I think it's an interesting market. I think the people here and, you know, same for, for New Zealand, are very similar to us, really, us Poms. You like a night out, you like live sport, you like a beer, you like excitement. And I think we're all going to get on fine. Eddie, you do have a worldwide name in, in promotions, but you've quite clearly targeted uh, Australia over the last or year or two, and it looks like there's a few more to come. Now, you've just mentioned some of the attractions here for you as a promoter, but how do you find the boxes themselves? I think, you know, one of the problems that you've got here is, you know, facilities, sparring. You know, boxing's not been a sport that's been at the forefront of everyone's lips over the years. So when that happens... You know, the grassroots never really penetrates or grows. So you need young people to see talent grow, see them box on the world stage, inspire the next generation. I think you've got that now. You know, you've seen Tim Zhu doing really well. You know, he looks like he's going to fight Charlo. We've got Liam Pyro against Brock Jarvis. You've got Sky Nicholson, one of our signers. You know, won Commonwealth Gold, fantastic amateur, now doing well in the pros. You've got Dempsey McKean, top 15 in the world heavyweight. You've got Ebony Bridges, won a world title. So... You've got standout talent here now. It's just time to give them the exposure, the platform, inspire the next generation, see that grassroots growing, the participation levels growing across the country. But there's plenty of really good young talent here. They've just got to be given the opportunity to grow. Eddie, uh, you saw Justice Hooney in the ring with uh, Joe Goodall the other week. What were your impressions of Justice? I think he was very good, very slick. I mean, I think size is going to be the problem. You know, you, you compare him to... Obviously, one of our other guys, Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, you know, he's going to be severely outsized by those guys. But he does have a lot of skill. He does have a lot of speed. Does he have the pop to keep those guys off and to take them out? I'm not so sure. You know, can he get himself down to cruiserweight? But one thing's for sure, he's very good, you know, and he's going to be there or thereabouts on a world level. So I think, again, when you go back to talent and you go back to growing the sport, you need to have a heavyweight. You know, like I said, we've got Dempsey McKean in the top 15. He's 20-0. and 0. You've got Justice Hooney. You know, you, you've already got a couple of guys that are going to be in the top 15 of world rankings. And I think Justice Hooney, very talented amateur. Um, size may be a problem, but certainly he has the skills to, to, I believe, be an elite heavyweight. Eddie, you had a little bit to say uh, over the past few days about the, the matchup Charlo uh, versus Tim Zhu, thinking Tim Zhu... Might be a little bit un- underprepared for that. Is is that how how you see it, or is that what you said? I don't know if he's un- underprepared. I mean, I think he's a he's a great professional. I just I think it's just too early to be honest. With you. I mean, look, okay. saying that sooner or later, you know, when you get a chance to fight for the undisputed titles, it doesn't come around very often. 
So you've really got to grab it with both hands. I just think, in an ideal world, I feel like he's you know, two or three fights away from, from beating Charlo or, or being as competitive as you'd like to be. You know, he just went over to America, got dropped in that fight, came back and won it. Though, and I think I think they have to take the fight. But I think looking out, I don't see him winning that fight, in all honesty. I think, okay. you know, Matt Rose and No Limit have done a brilliant job with him. But you're talking about world-class fighter in, in Tim Zoo, but you're talking about pound-for-pound pound potentially fighter in Charlo. And I just think, you know, if that fight's going to be in America, it's going to be a very hard night to work for Tim. But... Listen, he's, he's, he's been fantastic. He's got to take his opportunity, and, and it would be massive for Australian boxing if he could get that win. You know, um, but I just, I just don't see it. That's the problem. And uh, maybe he'd he, he never be able to box at, at those pound-for-pound pound levels, but certainly he's a very, very talented fighter. I hope he has those levels in him. Personally, I'd love to see him win the fight. I think he's a great fighter. I love his brother as well, Nikita Zhu. I think he's really exciting. And um, it would be massive for Australian boxing if he could pull off the upset. Eddie, you spoke about facilities here in Australia and you were talking about the, uh, the the sparring facilities. But as far as fight night goes, have you been impressed with what you saw? Did you enjoy Nissan Arena last week? Yeah, I think the promoters have done a great job, honestly. I've been watching from afar and there seems to be a, a big show here every week, every couple of weeks. I mean, I saw Liam Wilson's been announced by No Limit coming up. You've got Jai Opatia fighting Bradis for the world title. That's a really big fight. Uh, July 2nd on the Gold Coast. I think No Limits are doing a great job. You know, you've got Tasman Fighters. You've got Ace Boxing with Angelo Di Carlo. Um, you've got uh, Dean Lonergan with Uka. They're all really competitive. Like always, you know, some of them like each other. Some of them don't. But you kind of need that because you need everybody to try and outdo everyone, be competitive, spend the money, take chances, roll the dice. And, you know, I enjoyed my time in this arena. We're going to be here in September, just finalising the venue now, and and I think it, I think it's a really interesting market. I think, like you say, there's a lot of top fighters that have to travel away to get the preparation. You know, I mentioned two of them, or three of them earlier in in Dempsey McKean, Sky Nicholson, Anthony Bridges that made the, the trip over to the UK to get that sparring. I think that will change in time. Liam Paro is headlining our September show. He just flew to Vegas yesterday for seven weeks of camp. You know, get that world-class sparring, but I just feel that boxing's really on the rise here, and, and as long as these professional events keep running and that the TV partners keep backing the, the promoters out here, I think boxing's in a great place. Eddie, you've got more than one string to your bow, and it's rather impressive just listening to you going through even those Australian boxers that most of us would not have heard of, but you clearly know their form and what they're up to, and of course you have been a promoter for the likes of Anthony Joshua and Alvarez, etc. But it doesn't end there. Um, you've got a, you've got a background and, and a current currently working with uh, darts and snooker as well. Yeah, and oh, what great timing! Australia won the World Cup darts. I know. Unbelievable. You know, I mean, all I tell you, darts is going to be huge in Australia because again, when you go back to night out and entertainment, darts is right up there. And for people that haven't experienced it. Just tune in and watch. It is unbelievable. The atmosphere that it creates, the night out, the experience, the energy in the arena. So as a business, Matrimer across 10 different sports, you know, predominantly boxing, calls darts, snooker as well. Um, but, yeah, we're going to be doing a lot more here. And uh, darts, you'll see a lot more darts in Australia and definitely a lot more boxing from Matrim. Something you say differently to, to what others 
promoters will say, Eddie, they'll say we're, we're putting on a, a fight night, but you call it a show. Is that how you see it? It's just entertainment? It's got to be a show. You know, we live in a world at the moment, you know, coming through COVID, that times are tough for people. And if you're going to put your hand in your pocket, you need to get value for money. If you're going to watch on, at home on TV, you know, if it's pay-per-view, which is, seems to be a, a very prominent model um, in, in Australia, if it's subscription with the zone, you need to make sure that you get value for money every time. You need to make sure that you've got a smile on your face when you turn your handset or your, your device off or you walk out of the arena at night. You've got to think, that was a great night. You know, from top to bottom, great fights, great production, great experience, great energy, great music. I want you to dress up. I want you to have a great time. I want you to have a night to remember. And, and we try to do that for all our events. So, yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not just a fight night. It's a show. It's an experience. We're competing with, with everything, not just boxing, with concerts, you know, with comedians, with football events, with boxing, with everything, because we want to give you the night out, we to give you the experience that you remember. And you know, boxing's the way that we do it, and other sports as well. And you see when we come in September, it's very different, not just the production, but the shows, the fights. I want you to look at the fight card and get excited. And uh, we've got a great track record of doing that. It's a good point you make, uh, Eddie, and I think the darts is probably a, a classic point there. And uh, a few times we've had the big ones in Australia that they've packed, they've packed them out to the rafters. But just listening to you there, uh, there's a lot of ducks and drakes go on behind the scenes in, in regards to organising these fights, getting them on, um, settling on a figure and, and what happens after that particular fight and, and the breakdown of, of the gate except, or the door, etc. Are you a hands-on um, promoter or do you have those under you that do a lot of the work well i mean luckily now we have i don't know 50 or 60 in our team globally you know we're we're a, we're a big organization but i'm very hands-on because you know the look and the feel of the event and the card is ultimately it's, it's down to me so i'm a fan so when i sit in my seat night at the show i want great fights i want great entertainment i am the fan base so you know, I build these shows with the people. Obviously, the team now, we're running 40 to 50 shows a year globally in different countries. So it's very difficult to have your hands in every pie. But, you know, when we started 12 years ago, there was three of us. And we would work between designing the poster, running the social media, you know, local marketing, TV contracts, sponsorship. We'd all be doing it. And now, obviously, as the team grows, that's changed. But... You like I want to be hands on. You know, it's it's something we're very passionate about, and I want to make sure that we deliver. So, you know, it can drive you crazy sometimes being that involved, but ultimately that's that's how you you want to be because we live and breathe it. You've been in Brisbane. You you would have seen some of our iconic uh, sporting venues, Suncorp Stadium, for example. Uh, could you pack that out in a few years to come? Do you think, or is that a, a venue you'd like, or the MCG, or something like that? Oh yeah. Well, listen, as as a cricket fan you know going past the Gabba in Brisbane was amazing I used to just watch great matches there as a kid you know this is my first ever time from um, uh, being in Australia so I think um, you know so many great venues I mean we're looking now obviously the bigger ones like the Suncorp that I believe hosted you know Pacquiao against Horn you know you had the Marvel recently that hosted um, Cambosis Haney down in Melbourne but here in Brisbane you know whether it's the, the Gold Coast convention centre up here or the Brisbane convention centre you know and the bigger stuff as well you're not short of venues we've just got to make the sport big enough to fill them and you know our stuff originally will be the threes and the fours and the five thousands 
But in time, we want to make sure that we can fill those huge, amazing... Well, Eddie, we know you're a very busy man. We really appreciate your time this morning. We'd love to chat to you again when you come back in September. How does that sound? Amazing. Amazing. Thanks for the support. I hope fight fans and sports fans enjoy matching being in Australia. We're going to be here a lot more in the future. Good on you, Eddie. Thank you very much for that. Cheers, guys.